Welcome. This is Corinne Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. In last week's show, I had made a comment about this mystery that I had where somebody had sent me this mug and it said the most hated, or it said most hated on one side and most loved. And I did a shout out on the show saying I didn't know who it was. And as soon as they heard it, they sent me an email and I posted something on Instagram. So if you're interested, go follow me on Instagram over there and take a look because I wrote up some stuff about why that cup means so much to me and the power of it. And today I'm going to be talking about aligning with your values and integrity. And this goes into alignment with that. So go to my Instagram, it's at Karen Motokaitis, and you can take a look at that. So here's the thing. My listeners tend to be highly educated and have high expectations of themselves. And you're exhausted from living life worried about what other people think while trying to get approval from them at the same time. And in this process of working so hard to be perfect, the anxiety of conforming is keeping you from being real. And you have a deep-seated belief if you overachieve, you will finally be safe from your own personal self-hatred and be able to like yourself. How's that working for you? It's exhausting, isn't it? For a lot of people, my clients that come to me, it leads to adrenal fatigue. It leads to exhaustion. They can have anxiety, a whole bunch of stuff. Self-hatred leads to a lot of numbing. And that's why I have clients that overeat and some will overdrink. And a lot of my clients overwork and they can't cultivate those relationships that they so hunger for relationship with themselves, as well as meaningful connected relationships with the people that they love and do meaningful work in the world, whether it's paid or volunteered. So today, this show is here to help overachievers like you become the leader of your life. And I'm talking about aligning with your values and integrity. This is the third of a six podcast episode series, the leader of your life series. Are you asking right now, hmm, why do I need to align with my values and integrity? Because this enables you to make decisions, decisions that serve you and benefit others. So often it's like, well, how do I make a decision? How do I know? And we so want certainty, right? And I can catch myself in wanting that. I want to know the answer. And I often tell my clients that on this pathway of vulnerability of of making a decision, it's not the same as when you go to the coffee shop where I'll be headed later on today, where you put your order in and you know it's a guarantee of you will get a cup of coffee. Now, depending on the coffee shop you go to, it may take a little bit more time than others. My husband's like, when he does on the rare occasion go with me, he just rolls his eyes. He's like, I can't believe you spend this much money for a cup of coffee and you stand in line for this long to wait for a cup of coffee. He thinks it's absolutely ridiculous um, because he's happy with the Lipton tea bags. But I'm happy with that. And yes, there's some vulnerability in how long it's going to take, but we know that. But when we're making decisions for other stuff of, do I go start a new job? Do I start a business? Do I get involved in this relationship? 
Do I hire this person? There's that vulnerability once again. And we are so tripped up into, I must make the right decision. I must, it must be perfect. How do you go about making the decision? And the answer is being aligned with your values and integrity so you can make decisions. So that means, yes, you must know what your values are. Really sit down and think about that. Get yourself granted. What are your values? Because your values are your guiding light. They help you make decisions when, especially when things are dark, we all have dark times. We all have obstacles. Your values help you see. So knowing your values becomes so important and aligning yourself allows you to then make decisions based on a place where you're grounded, you're rooted in yourself and you know who you are. So an example of that is I have a client and we've been working on this for a while and it's the boundaries of work. And of course, there's always not enough. There's too much to work and not enough people to execute and get it done. And they're in the process of hiring new people. Well, so a couple of her values are bravery, right? And she also, her family was is really important and her family was suffering because she was in so much of a rush to get out the door in the morning and then at night exhausting herself by working on her work some more. And she was willing to be brave and courageous and go and talk with her boss about, okay, here are all the things that we need to get done and here are the deadlines. And this is the reality of how long this process is taking. You know, can you help me shift what's really important and what are things that we can maybe postpone or maybe another team member can take on? And she's really fortunate. She has a very supportive boss and some stuff were taken off. And it's like, you know what? This isn't a top priority for right now, what we have in coming. And so we'll put it for the next quarter. And here are things that you can offshore off to other people. And then she was able to turn to her team and ask them for help because she used to have this belief of I must do it all. I must be valuable. And the question I asked her is, What's the result of the quality of work that you're no longer staying up late at night, no longer thinking you must do it all yourself? What's the quality of work? Because we typically think the quality of our work is going to go down, right? That's culturally how we are taught. Overachieve, overdo, do more, do more, do more for better. But really what she's found is that the quality of her work has gone up. And so again, she had to get really clear about what are her values and her own integrity and go and have an adult conversation with her boss and then have a conversations with her team and realize what were the things that she could do that could be very effective and valuable for her company. And what were the things that could be passed on to others? And what were the things that maybe either got deleted or put on the back burner for another quarter? That is about knowing your values because then you can say you can be grounded in yourself and it's not about going in and being victim. I was really good at being an emotional child at times in my life where I'd say, oh, and it worked for me. I would get payoff except people get exhausted of that. It's kind of like the campfire. You know, people would sit and console with me around the campfire, but over time they got exhausted. Me, when I was an emotional child and would be the victim, at first people might come and help, but over time they get over it. So when you can be an emotional adult, know your values and go up. How I make decisions, because oftentimes, (laughs) so as a leader, I have to make a lot of hard decisions. And some days I'm like, I just don't want to make another decision. Or can I just pretend that I don't have to enforce this boundary within our organization? 
And maybe I don't have to know about this. And I'll, I may indulge in that, that may be my knee jerk reaction. But then I really think about it. And I go, well, one of my top values is bravery. Another one is integrity. Another one is uh, curiosity. So how can I use curiosity to help me? One is I've got to be brave and willing to say the hard stuff. Two is maybe they don't realize that they're breaking a boundary. How can I be curious about it instead of slamming them down hard? And so as a leader, I align with that and integrity being so important to me. And I, there's so many times like when I've had to be, you know, quote, tough, and I've had to have those difficult conversations and tell people, no, we, this is the way that we run. I had to go back to what are the values of myself as the leader? What are the values of the organization? And so when I'm saying this, am I just saying no? to be difficult or to have a power play? Or am I saying no, because I'm looking at the bigger picture of the organization. I'm looking at the bigger picture of what are the values of the organization? What are my values? And when I'm able to do that, it takes all the drama of, oh, I'm too much. I'm the B word. You know, people aren't going to like me, all of that, because it doesn't matter. It is about what are our values and what is the integrity? Brene Brown has this quote of integrity is choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy, and choosing to practice our values rather than simply professing them. So easy to say, oh my gosh, one of my values is loyalty. It's loyalty. It's, you know, I want to be loyal to people and I want people to be loyal to me. And then... You find yourself gossiping and telling other people there's other people stories that aren't your stories to share, or you're backstabbing them. And we tend to do that at times. That is not living your values. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes or you must do this perfectly, right? Because that's a trap that we can all get into. And remember, we want to stay out of perfection because that's the birthplace of shame. But when we can choose our integrity and practice our values that is when it becomes so much more empowering. And that is when we can be comfortable with the decisions we make, regardless of the outcome, because we can't control the outcome. All we can do is how do we show up and respond to the events? So as the leader, I get to make a lot of difficult decisions. They are not my favorite things to do often. And um, I can really indulge in the, why can't somebody else do this? But that's, I've chosen to be this leader and continue to do this work. So there's consequences to go that or opportunities. And I go back to my values consistently. And I go back to, okay, fun, fast, or easy, or am I willing to do hard stuff? And I remind myself that bravery is one of my, is my top value. And I'm brave and I can do this. And I ground myself instead of puffing up, I ground myself and then I go and I take action from that place. Now, here's the thing. Don't worry when you get out of alignment with your values and integrity. And notice I said, don't worry when you get out because you will, we do. Some days we're just maybe not paying attention or we convince ourselves that the voice in the back of our head, the rationalizer says, oh yeah, it's okay. You don't have to do that. You don't have to actually communicate with them of why you're not going to be, you know, delivering on the deadline that you agreed to, right? There's a slippery slope that happens. We all get out of alignment. It is like our cars, tires, 
I used to always get my tires out of alignment. Much better now. It was really good at hitting curbs. But when your tire gets out of alignment on your car, you don't go, oh, bad car. I need to go buy a new one. You take it. Well, at least I do because I can't fix it. I take it to the tire shop. They put it back into alignment. When we get out of alignment with our values, it's just a matter of looking at what are our aspired values and what are we truly practicing? How are we living? So if we're saying, wow, I'm really brave. Bravery is my top value. But you notice that you're not willing to have difficult conversations. You're not willing to talk to your friend about how um, maybe you don't like the way the relationship's going, or you're not willing to go and ask for the support you may need in your workplace, or you may not be willing to take that next step to cultivate your career, or you may not be willing to tell somebody how important they are to you. Those are all examples of being brave. So notice there's a gap between you living your value and how you practice it. Excuse me, living your value and your aspired values. Okay, there's not a gap between living and practice. So we all fall down. Know that. Don't beat yourself up. That's not allowed. And instead of thinking that this should not be happening and going inner gladiator on yourself, we're just beating the crap out of yourself. It's about closing the gap between your aspired values and how you're actually living them. And one of the ways to do that is it can be like you send a text to somebody and you say, hey, look, I so appreciate our friendship. Thank you so much. Right. Or you can tell somebody how much you really just enjoy spending time with them or how thankful you are. And that can be an opportunity for you to cultivate the relationships that you want. And that can be a form of bravery. Or you can go to your team at work and say, okay, there's all this that I must get done. Can you figure out, help me figure out what are the most important values? Because I'm not seeing it. Or it can be like what happened today in one of my enough group when one of the members said, I have this question and I don't really, it's not formulated properly. And for her to be able to realize it's okay that it's not formulated properly, but thank goodness one, she was being brave by showing up and asking the question without even knowing how to ask the question. And it turned out to be a fantastic question and a great learning opportunity for the, for the enough group. So being brave is just one value. There's so many out there. Like for me, bravery, integrity, loyalty, persistence, and curiosity, those are like my top values. Those are my pillars that are my guiding light. There's other ones that are out there that are important too, but I lean on those. And I remind myself that it's not always fun, fast, and easy. But a lot of times what's fun, fast, and easy is like when my clients comfort eat or they drink and it's to numb themselves. So when we go for fun, fast, and easy, we're typically trying to numb and it doesn't feel good anyways, like that whole idea of comfort eating. The important thing is that when you are out of alignment, you must do this from a place of compassion. And compassion is not weakness. Compassion is kindness. It's the realization that you're not the only one that is out of alignment. And that understanding that, you know, there's going to be this voice in the back of your head that's going to want to say mean things, but going, okay, those are the mean things. Is it really true? No. And how does that help me get to what I want? It doesn't. So instead of indulging in that, coming from this place of compassion where you can look and say, okay, here's where I aspire to be. Here's where I am. What's one small step? Yay me. What's another small step? Yay me. What's another small step? Yay me. What's another small step? Yay me. And then at one point you find out and you see that you are aligned with your values. 
And then the next day happens and you may be out of alignment and that's okay. So remember, you're the leader of your life. You really are. And you get one life. And yes, you will get out of alignment with your values and that is okay. It's not about staying locked in. It's about getting back up when you get out of alignment and taking those steps to become aligned. Because when you are aligned with your values and your integrity, you can make truly powerful, empowering decisions that not only benefit you, but those that you serve, whether it's your family, your friends, your community, your workplace. When you can make decisions based on those values, that is when it becomes that powerful being compassionate and remembering this is not about rationalizing. This is about being accountable to yourself and having boundaries of what is okay and what is not okay based on your values, not my values, not somebody else's, but your values. Align with your values and integrity and your values are your leaning light and will help you make decisions with clarity. What's your next step? Here's the thing. Do you want to take this show to the next level in your life. You must do the show and here's how, and it is free. Share this show with someone else because when you share it with somebody else, you can set up a time where you guys can sit down and do this work. My hunch is you're probably driving, walking, doing something. Maybe you're cleaning the house and you're on the go listening to the show and you go, oh, I need to remember to go back. And how often do we go back? It's so easy to be a consumer and consume things, but not a doer. And how you take this intellectual knowledge is by going and doing. So share the show with a friend, have weekly coffee talks about these shows and implement them and be able to check in with them. That is how you, my friend, you will change your life. You will transform it. It is by doing, not just by learning and filling it with all this great, wonderful, free stuff, but actually by taking it and doing it. So share the show, create your own coffee talk around the show. I receive emails all the time from listeners who share and discuss the show with their friends or families. They have these weekly discussion groups. This allows you to bring the show, the ideas and the stories alive in your lives and helps you lead to taking action to cultivating moving forward in your own life. I'm smiling big for you. Thank you so much for listening today. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.